What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So today is, I mean, it's the second day of spring training games, but for those who are interested, I believe every single team is going to be in action today for spring training games. I mean, it's the very beginning of spring. Don't expect to see a whole lot. I mean, if some starters play, they'll only play a couple innings. That's just the way it goes. But at this point in the spring, it's going to be mostly prospects and minor league guys. But it's baseball nonetheless. But I did want to use today to talk about a player who broke out in a really big way, had a really big season last year. And I want to know what his 2019 season really looked like in context. And can he do it again? The player I'm talking about is Mitch Garver, the catcher for the Minnesota Twins. Last year, Mitch Garver didn't even enter the season as the starting catcher for the Twins. He wasn't even the primary backup initially for the first eight games of the season. I mean, it, it, it was really weird, but five months later, he hit a home run that ended up breaking the all-time single season record for the team. You know, it was the home run that helped the Twins break that record. By the end of the season, he hit 31 homers and won a silver slugger. And you could definitely say he was a top 10 hitter in all of baseball last year. He had a monster year, and not enough people are talking about this. I mean, he put up a 156 OPS plus, and that's just insane. I mean, he was legitimately one of the most unexpected breakouts that we've seen in years. And if we look at the numbers, which we're going to do in a moment, it's pretty remarkable. I mean, entering this coming season, entering 2020, he's clearly the starter ahead of Alex Avila. I mean, Jason Castro's gone. Mitch Garver is the starting catcher for the Minnesota Twins. And this is a fair question. I mean, Twins fans are going to be wondering, can he do it again? And it's fair because Garver never did anything to predict this kind of performance. No one thought he would do this. I mean... He hit 31 bombs last year in 359 plate appearances. I mean, between 2017 and 18, he had 387 plate appearances, and he had a 99 OPS plus, just average. And a league average bat is very welcome for a backup catcher, I mean, generally. But it didn't tell us he was going to do something crazy like he did last year. So... He was 28 years old, I mean, I guess right in his prime, but it's not like he was terribly young getting his first taste in the big leagues. So, I mean, yeah, I, I keep talking about how it's unprecedented. Entering 2019, Mitch Garver was projected to have a 723 OPS. And in reality, he had a 995 OPS. If you look at that difference, that's a difference of 272 OPS points. And that's the third largest overperformance that we have seen since 2010. That's the third largest. The, the first largest was Fernando Tatis Jr. last year and Aaron Judge in 2017. But in a decade, he overperformed his projection the third by the third largest margin of any player ever. Pretty crazy. I mean, so just to put into context how much, how unexpected this thing was, I guess that kind of tells you the story. I mean, he had some impressive metrics not just the OPS and like you know the homers and everything he was sixth in hard hit rate seventh in average exit velo on fly balls and line drives and the names ahead of him on those lists were mainly Aaron Judge, Miguel Sano, and Nelson Cruz 
So you can now see why that's pretty impressive. I mean, now if you look at launch angle, we'll see that he was 14th in barrels per batted ball. I mean, a barrel is basically the perfect combination of exit velo and launch angle. So even if it's a blast robbed by a great defensive player or whatever, you still get credit for that barrel. And so basically, if you put it another way, if you look at quality of contact and the amount of contact, Mitch Garvey hit like DJ LeMayu or Pete Alonso. Although he didn't do it in as many plate appearances. But, I mean, a lot of his damage came against fastballs. A lot. But, I mean, still. The fact that he wasn't missing his pitch when he got it. Pretty crazy. For him to be able to put up those big numbers. Because everyone knows he's a good fastball hitter. And I think that's going to be one thing that he's going to have to face this year. Teams are going to be testing him with a lot of breaking balls. Because he only hit 182 with a 348 slugging against non-fastballs last year. So that's going to be the real test for 2020. He's going to see a steady diet of breaking balls and the league is going to force him to adjust. And I'm sure he knows that, but I mean, still to be a good hitter, you, you set your timing off the fastball. And if you can hit a good fastball, I mean, you're already in a good, in a good place. And then obviously you got to be able to adjust to the off speed, which is where a lot of players kind of fall apart. So will Mitch Garber be able to recognize those off speed pitches and do damage with that this year, we have to wait and see. But what made this guy break out last year? I mean, he he didn't entirely come out of nowhere. I mean, on the big league level, I guess you could say, but I mean, he was a pretty well-touted prospect in the Twins system for a couple years. I mean, Twins minor league player of the year back in 2017, and in 2014 at A-ball, he actually had one of the best full season hitting lines of the minor league season that year. But, I mean, he still was not a blue-chip prospect or anything. But basically, if you look at his approach, what changed, he says that what changed last year was his intent at the plate. So he has a personal hitting coach, um, basically. And before last year, he was always trying to hit 300, drive the ball the other way, everything. You know, just be a good hitter. But more and more, we've seen guys get into this whole launch angle revolution and, you know, it doesn't work for everyone, but basically it's it's worked a lot for Garvey because he says now he has the intent to hit the ball as hard in the air as he can. Because why wouldn't you want to put it in the air? Because in 2017 and 2018, his you know, between those two years, his fly ball rate was 23%. Last year, it was up to 35%. That is an astronomical jump, almost, a fi- I mean, that's more than a 50% jump in, in uh, fly ball rate. That's crazy. So he says... He's actively trying to hit home runs. He's trying to hit fly balls. I think home runs are the coolest thing you can do, is what he said. That's how much I love them. That's what I'm trying to hit every at-bat. So it's not as simple as try to improve as you improve, but obviously the intent at the plate definitely will tie into your mechanics. There's a lot in baseball about the mental side of the game, but when it comes to hitting, if you have the intent to do certain things, if you have the intent to hit the ball in the air, your body will put itself in its position such that your mechanics will optimize for hitting the ball in the air. If you're trying to hit the ball on the ground, your body will do what it needs to do to get itself in that position. Hitting has a lot to do with intent. So now that he is trying to basically just hit the ball hard in the air, you know, his mechanics are fixing themselves and he's doing that. It's not as simple as that, but that is definitely the foundation for the way this thing works. The launch angle revolution works. Pretty interesting. But Mitch Garver, man, Outstanding year last year. Just thought I would shed some light on 
what this guy did because he was a top 10 hitter in baseball. I mean, 31 homers in 359 plate appearances. That's that's insane. A 156 OPS plus, I mean, basically a 1,000 OPS, a 995 OPS. I can just keep rattling off these numbers, but I, I feel like I have to keep saying them to like make myself believe I'm looking for like, I'm looking for like the, the catch here. I'm like, what, what is this? Where did this come from? But we'll see this year. We'll definitely see what more he has up his sleeve. He's going to be the everyday catcher for the twins. I've talked a lot about the twins and their, you know, their potent lineup. See if they can do it again. They have the bringer of rain. They have Josh Donaldson on their team and it's going to be fun to watch him. That's going to do it for today. That's all I've got. Enjoy the spring training games. If you guys enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.